I just want to invest in people that really want to be the best that they can be. Hey, branch managers, this is Robin Levesseur and uh, as Todd would call him, the goat Jimmy Reed. <laughs> we are without Mr. Screamer today, but we are still running the Be Your Best podcast and we are talking about maybe the, the most exciting uh, topic on the planet for branch managers right now, and that is managing expenses. Scary. Managing expenses. Jimmy, you have got, you're probably one of, and I don't say this, I, Jimmy didn't load me up on this, you guys, probably one of the single best P&L runners, managers, um, executors, if you will, in the business. Mm. He knows exactly how to do it while maintaining loan officers. Mm. And I think that we have been very lost for a little bit in the money being so plentiful that you don't have to really pay attention. You ever do that? I, I've done it to yep. myself personally. I've looked down at my credit card statement when money's really good and gone, how did we spend that much this month? Well, because we took our eye off it, right? We took our eye off it. We weren't being mindful enough. I think we all have experiences like that personally, but, but the P&Ls have, have definitely suffered, if you will, in the industry and or some people have gotten so restrictive that they're they're losing things the result you are a beautiful balancer of those things jimmy so yeah. drop some knowledge on the bms out there well you know thank you for that it was very sweet but what i really want to do is hear what you said earlier how did you start it off because i thought it was so well said you know well as a loan officer when you do loans you do a bunch of loans excuse me and uh maybe you have a desire to help other people maybe you have a desire to teach other people or maybe you're just bored and you want a bigger challenge so eventually uh, people try their high, uh, branch management and to be a producing branch manager. And whether that, whatever model that be in, it just means you, you add one more half, right? So you got to get better at your skills. But the only thing that, that you have to do to, to achieve that is get better at skills, better at management skills, better at paying attention, better at reporting. Um, but it's not that easy because by Why? my nature, I defend myself and I like the past of least resistance. Um, and those two things don't go well when you run a branch and pay attention to a P&L. Well, you said something, you and bet. I can't remember what it was, so I want you to say it again because I thought it was brilliant. I'll say it. Yeah. Yeah. So when – it, actually, a, a friend of mine said this to me. He's been running branches for a lot of years, um, actually recently joined Summit, and he said, this is kind of the model that I live by, and it sounds harsh, but it, it also sets a very clear expectation with branch managers, and it was when you profit, I work for you, and when you don't, you work for me. And I think that uh, the that to me company- just – that's what the mortgage company owner thinks, right? You're exactly right. And that's, and I think that, um, you know, we've had a lot of years where everybody was working for the branch manager and now it feels like the roles are reversed, but expectations and, and maybe tools haven't been given out to the branch managers to, to flip the script again, right? Because the truth is, if we had a choice, who do we want to work for? Myself. I want to work for the branch manager, right? Like, oh, I yeah, want to yeah. work for them. I don't want a bunch of people oh, working for me. Role. I like people to work a, for yeah, someone else, yeah, right? Mean, yeah, like, just, I just a little. I don't the companies, that's why I said. Yeah, I don't either, but I feel like, you know, in my, yeah. it, well, my, with my role, I work for the branch manager. That's who I want to work for. I guarantee you, if Mr. Screamo was on here, he'd say the same thing, I, right? I agree with you. It's hardest to work for the branch manager. Very diverse group of people. Uh, you bet. You very bet. opinionated, so really how good do, sales skills. They're really good at debating and arguing. They're very hard to work. <laughs> it's kind of like loan officers, right? <laughs> it goes both ways. Yeah. And realtors and every, all of us salespeople in our crazy yeah, environments. Well, what, how do we, so when you, when you think about that, you know, loan officers are looking for money 
in many different many of the wrong places. You've all been really places. good at, at articulating that, right? All the wrong places there because there was such a, a turn of events, if you will, from the 2020 and 2021, even start of 22, and now we're a solid year into the shift. And I think we've got longer to go. And I think one of the hardest things has been people starting to look for money in all the wrong places. Rage managers, as I have found across the country at all different companies, a lot of them have done the same. Look for money in all the wrong places, right? Yeah. And and the one thing they haven't done, it'd be like your household budget at home and you starting to go, well, all these outside things are the reason that all this is. And the truth is the controllable is what your own pen and paper, if you will, and the math of what does yeah. it look like. So how do you do it, Jimmy? Well, how do you manage you, 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 yeah, you're, So right now you're talking about mindset. So I'll give you two tactics, maybe three. So the first one is mindset. Okay. You just got me thinking about it so much. Like, are there families, husband and wife, Three kids, wife stays home, takes care of the kids. They're, you know, they're not in high school yet, or maybe the husband does, doesn't matter which one. And one of the spouses is out working, working hard 50, 60 hours a week um, and makes like 75,000 a year, maybe 80. And they make it and they're happy. You bet. And, and they, they retire together and they tell each other yes. they love each other yes. and they go to Little yes. League and they go to soccer. Yes. Right. I'm, yes. That, that happens. I know still. them. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. So then, yes. you know, we get dysfunctional because of how well you can do in this business so quickly and easily. And we get our mindset is it becomes um, what, what happens is we go from being a hard charger and a get it done person to being a victim. I have done it in my career for sure. Three times and yep. all three times I absolutely fell off a cliff at the ball and had to rebuild my career. I always say, hey. I got to be Madonna. I got to rebuild myself about every seven, eight years. Be a yeah. new version of me. And Re-embed. it's the truth. And, when I, and I always wait until I make a big mistake to do it and realize it and then do it again. And that was one of those times. Right? What's the only reason you had to reinvent yourself? I mean, not to get too far off on the mindset tangent, but let's just say that. When things are going along great, it takes that stumbling to say, wait a minute, now I, now I can... I've been knocked down and I'm going to choose to get back up. And yes. hopefully when we get back up, we learn something from that knockdown, that right? That reinvent is, hopefully I get to do it a hundred more times in my lifetime, right? Like that, because that means you're growing. So, okay, keep going. Yeah. I mean, a better version of myself every time. Every time. Every single time. So, um, but but a long way to go. So don't think that the wrong way. Um, so like uh, from a skill set perspective, you got to pay attention, like. There's a, if you're going to watch a video on YouTube, it's called Michael Gerber's E-Myth Revisit, okay? It's a silly old video by a, by, a, by a businessman who I don't even, I don't, I don't even, I don't know him, but it was an important entrepreneurial type of book in the beginning of my career. And there's a couple of things that stick out of me. And one of them is you must inspect what you expect. And then the other one was that you have to compare yourself to those who have what you want. Now, comparing is a bad thing. It was therapy and it robs you of your joy. I get all that. I really do, but I need to look at P&L for life-size branches. Comparing to copy is different. Okay, you right. With the intention of copy, right? Huh? So I need to pay attention. Like, I just took over a location, and God love them, they weren't paying attention. And what I'm saying is, like, on the on, they weren't charging for credit reports. They weren't, these, these expenses that they could have collected some revenue on had gone by the wayside. And now everybody in their competitive market is charging for credit reports. Everybody. 
and they weren't paying attention and worked. So that's, well, a, that's a revenue problem. So there are revenue problems that you have to pay attention to. But then there's expense problems. And, and the tactic I'll give you is, once a month, look at two other branches that are similar size. This is what we do at Summit. Robin and I run <laughs> Next Level Coaching in Summit, and we coach all our branch managers. And what we do is get their P&L, have all the categories listed in basis points, and compare it to another similar size branch with all their categories listed in basis points. And you can say, oh, wow, I'm overpaying in RIT. Oh, I'm doing good in RIT. Oh, wow, I'm overpaying on credit reports. Oh, wow, I'm overpaying on this. Oh, wow, my expenses are out of hand. My low partner expenses too high. I've got too much stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh, they're closing six closed loans per full-time employee that's not an originator, and I'm closing two. You know, and unless you can, for me, the simplest way for me to get better is to see somebody doing better than me that I don't think is a rocket scientist. Like, like if there's been three people in my career that I've had that happen to, that's enabled me to believe I could do this. I could do it at a yeah. really high level and, and I could last. And so simply getting out your numbers and spending, honestly, it, it doesn't even have to be an hour, to be honest. But let's say an uh-huh. hour once a month with two other people on the branch manager's on a call comparing in basis points category by category, you'll get ideas. I just got one from you on our last call, you and Dave. Totally yep. helping yep. to help me with with pricing exception. Yep, it's like yep. You know, loan officers are famous for the bait well, and switch. Hey, we got to match this deal, and then you find out that they priced it wrong as a PUD or a condo or whatever, and they're yes. like they're trying to get and like there's a, no LE and there's no real yes, me. and it. Gosh. But it, it, the what you started with of you must inspect what you expect, and and here's the listen. As the business was doing really well. We have a routine for our receptionist, and some of that was keeping supplies up. And I know this sounds silly, but keeping supplies up. And it became a little bit of a, I don't want to call it a free-for-all, but a little, I mean, I, I, actually, I will call it that, right? Yeah, a little a bit free of a for free-for-all. All. Just- and, and all of a sudden, the other day, I see this message go out, and it says, do I have approval? So we have, a, we have an expense requirement of how much somebody can spend, right, it, it, on things. And we had to put that back in place, even though you never thought it would get really far out of control, just so you know it does, right? Yes. Again, inspect what you expect. And so all of a sudden, she and, and for me, I run a branch with, alongside a partner. So even more important that we're being very diligent around the money, because one of us could easily be not communicating with the other one by not looking at expenses and having boundaries and guidelines of what we are doing. So our, our greetings partner that handles some supplies look down and notice, hey, there's no folders. We're running low on folders. We're running low on thank you cards. We're running low on this. We're running low on this. She goes into the Facebook marketplace and in one swoop, what do you think that bill was to restock some things? I don't want enough. Over $2,000. But here's the thing. In her mind, she's just moving along. We gotta and, have and, and look, We got to have all that hard- stuff. You, we got to have all of it. So I stopped for a minute and I, I, luckily she sent him for approval and I said, wait a minute, where are the pens? How many people are using folders? What's going, you know, like let's, let's talk about all of these things. And that's not to say let's not support, but let's look at all these different expenses. You know, summit funding pen or, or are we in a market that this pen works just fine and it doesn't have a name on it. Um, you know, it's, it, and so what does that all look like? So we literally do it. 
Do you know what she got that bill down to to get everything taken care of? Four hundred bucks. Three eighty nine. I'm not exaggerating. It's always less than half. Every time I go, it's less than that. To still serve everything. My point is, is that when we talk about managing expenses, you guys, how much time a week, Jimmy, should be dedicated to expense approval or looking yeah. at, and then and then analyzing your P and L and really digging into the numbers, which I think it's only not fun when you're not winning. Hear me there. Yeah. When you're winning, it's really fun and you should be able to capitalize on the wins, right? I don't know of a single um, it, it win in anything where somebody says, whoa, I just won. I shouldn't ever have to look at anything again or I shouldn't have to improve for the next time. I think all wins come at a, what am I doing right? And how can I capitalize on more? That's not greed, right? It's really smart business. Well, what do you do? Well, here's the bottom line. Here's what I tell my investors: The more I pay attention to this little stuff, the more pricing exceptions I can approve. And we want, we're here to do more loans. Let's be crystal clear. We're not here to drink fancy coffee. Yes. We're here to do more loans. Yes. So like you asked me for structure. For me, I have two people that help me run my branch. I have my executive assistant and I have my operations manager, which is my head processor. Yep. So uh, both of them, I task with two cost-saving measures per month. So on their own. So you let someone else see your P&L and you task them with cost-saving measures from a different aspect than what you would think. No, this is really, really well, good, Jimmy. Yeah, this but, is but, a beautiful yeah, but thing to on. give so them I, the I don't let them necessarily see my P&L, okay? Here's okay. how I guide them, right? Because if people get confused by it, and it can lead to a whole B-storm. Got it. They think there's this big profit. It's showing a loss, but they literally think you're making money. Like they really, yep. P&Ls can be confusing. So um, like- like Rebecca handles expenses for the satellite locations and she handles parties and she handles my gift program. And so within the money she's around that goes out the door each month, cost-cutting cost ideas. All right. Let's just cut the, bu- the birthday budget in half. There's a cost-cutting idea. Yep. Let's do smaller gift cards. I mean, I don't, it can be simple. Like, yep. add, you got to add up nickels. I mean, it sucks, but you do. You got to add up dimes and quarters and nickels and they end up being, in your case, uh, fifteen hundred and thirty-eight bucks in one week. In one week, so <laughs> so I have two people who do that. So that's four ideas. Like looking at changing our Wi-Fi service, looking at changing our phone service, looking at changing our vendors, price comparison the two credit report bureaus, like all that stuff over repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly. Insurance, like you know, insurance is a is a is an age-old game where they get you in just like cable TV. And then you're not looking, and 18 months later, it's ratcheted up, and you don't realize sure. it. And then you go shop, and this first other person can you save you 800 bucks a month for the same coverage? Yes. And then you call your insurance agent, and they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, let me show. Oh yeah, we just had a new program. You can, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, right. Just just by being aware of those things, happen, which is one more pricing exception. I can do. So the three yes. things are: delegate cost cutting ideas to to one or two people other than yourself. Review all expenses weekly on a sheet, all expenses. Just got to review them. Sit down with my executive mm-hmm. assistant and just read and your them. your company should not be able to provide you those pretty easily. Not yell at anybody that. about them. Be aware. Yep. Because that'll, but I'm filling my brain with the right stuff. Right? I'm thinking about the right stuff. And then once a yep. month, comparative analysis, which is we already talked. If you do those three tactics, you will be super educated. That's yep. my secrets. And branch managers that are able to make a profit build confidence and spend time then on recruiting, on retention, 
on taking care of their people, on like you said, maybe giving that pricing exception request or taking the branch out for a celebration and every just really like that's that's ultimately how you end up winning it in that role. When you take on branch management, you're taking on a selfless position, right? Leading people, but also being in charge of expenses. That's how you make the that's what the where the paycheck comes from for being a branch manager. And I think that just like loan officers got a little entitled with the last couple of years, I'm gonna be bold and say, so do branch managers. And now it's time to get gritty again around rebuilding our skills and developing our skills around expense management. We'll go down for another year, then go on another riot here. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm you doing. Bet. That's what I'm doing. Well, you're brilliant, Jimmy Reed. Hey, you branch managers, we Robert. hope that you not only learn from this, but that you share this with other branch managers in the market. We believe at Summit Funding that we pour into you with tactics that will make a tangible difference in your business. So if you're interested in uh, learning more about us, give Jimmy or I a call. We'll see you guys soon. Thank you. If you liked this episode of the Be Your Best series with Todd Screema, make sure to register for new episode notifications at www.beyourbestseries.com. And don't forget to leave a five-star review and share this series with someone you want to be their best. Send an email with any questions or comments to be your best at summitfunding.net. Summit Funding Inc., NMLS ID 3199, Equal Housing Opportunity, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org.